This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. All Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone. A place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network. The Mutual Broadcast Network, Exxon Broadcast Network across Europe and Asia on Radio X and Euro Radio TV, and of course on iHeartRadio. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. If you'd like to check out our radio show website, it's exxonradiotv.com. And for all the programming available to you, 724-365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. My guest this hour is Prema Lee Guerreri. Uh, she is committed to creating a world where everyone is empowered to live on purpose in what is, uh, uh, in a way that is aligned with their divine gifts and their birthright of true prosperity. Prema is a leading Vedic astrologer, business consultant, energy practitioner, and spiritual coach. And with more than 25 years of experience and the author of Your Sacred Wealth Code, Unlock Your Soul Blueprint for Purpose and Prosperity. She empowers leaders, entrepreneurs, visionaries, and, ta- and change agents to take inspired action and unlock their sacred wealth. And um, using her intuitive approach to business building and her patterned... Um, I'm sorry, her patented solutionary technology premise clients manifest wealth and create meaningful lives by doing what they are meant to do. To learn more about Prema, visit www.sacredwealthcode.com and Prema, welcome to the Exxon. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, we're super to have you with us. Um, tell us a little bit about how you how you transitioned into uh, Vedic astrology and all the wonderful things that you do. Yeah, you know, I've just always been on this spiritual journey. And uh, I believe that, you know, when you um, just follow that impulse within, that you give the divine an opportunity to kick your feet in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And I was continually being um, put on this path of a bridge between spirituality and practicality, because I really like to help people and um, be able to manifest what they want to and really get in touch with their purpose and have the world make sense to a certain degree. Yeah. So I was attracted to yoga and spirituality really young. And, uh, and then I went to get a Vedic, I was always studied astrology, but I went to get a Vedic astrology reading and my, who's now and still, um, uh, my, my astrology mentor, he said to me, you know, you're supposed to be doing this. And it's a, you know, you have to have a certain, I want to say, wiring mm-hmm. um, to be in this tradition, like we all have, you know, the wiring to, to use our gifts and do what we do. And so I first I was like, ah, I've got a lot to do. <laughs> and, then, and then and then he the, the next time I saw saw him, he said, no, really. And he, he mentors and teaches this um, science and art because that's what it is. And uh, I picked it up and I couldn't put it down. I just devoured it because being a natural intuitive mm-hmm. and also with one foot, you know, firmly in the practical world, uh, it just really has given me so many uh, accurate and 
uh, lenses <clears throat> to evaluate things through and to allow my intuition to come in deeper around. And I've been able to, to be of really great service, which is what makes my heart sing. And rightfully so. Um, so Vedic astrology, how old is it and what's its origin? Yeah, Vedic astrology is, it comes from the Vedas, the uh, very old, um, like 6,000 year old spiritual texts. And there, it's one of the limbs of the Vedas. It's one of the branches of the Vedas. So I like to describe it this way, that Ayurveda uh, is very popular now, and Deepak Chopra, which most people know, sure. uh, brought Ayurveda to the West. Now, Ayurveda translates into the science of life. Now, Jyotish is the Sanskrit word for Vedic astrology, which is another limb of the Vedas, and it translates to the science of light. So it is a way of, um, of keeping time, of reading light energy, mm -hmm. and, uh, and so it's, it's a live tradition that has been around for over 6,000 years, used everything from understanding the weather patterns to, um, you know, who's supposed to marry who to what are you supposed to do in this world, um, and, it, and it, to me it's just a fascinating, fascinating study. It certainly sounds it. Please stand by. You and I have got to take a commercial break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. ExoNation, my guest this hour is Prema Lee Guerreri. And uh, we're going to be talking about her Sacred Wealth Code. And her website is www.sacredwealthcode.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. Our website, exxonradiotv.com. And for all the information on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media. Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. 
Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Premalia Guerreri is our special guest this hour. Her website is www.sacredwealthcode.com. And uh, why do you think everyone should know their Sacred Wealth Code? Well, when you know your Sacred Wealth Code, you are aligned with your purpose and with your prosperity. And that leads to a really deep sense of fulfillment. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just love to connect people with uh, what it is that they truly want, not what they think they want, but really, really what it is that they want. And within your sacred wealth code are really your highest valued gifts and talents, not just the things you're good at, the things that you are spectacular at that no one can do like you can do. And we don't always know what those are. So I love for people to really embrace the best of themselves because they're happier and they're more abundant. And then also they're of better service. How would you describe the sacred wealth code? So the sacred wealth code is literally the the intersection of purpose and prosperity within your soul blueprint. So let me circle back real quick to Vedic astrology. All right. I look at Vedic astrology as being the chart, as being literally the blueprint of your soul. Now, there's lots of different traditions you can tap into the blueprint Mm -hmm. of your soul. I use Vedic astrology and because it's just it's amazing and it's really accurate. So within this, there is an actual intersection, so to speak. There's an actual joining of uh, a configuration that we look for to help someone understand what their wealth is in the world. And wealth, by my definition, is everything you need to fulfill your purpose. And that just equates to money because that's our common currency of exchange. Right. But that's not all of it. It's the resources you need, the people, the knowledge. So at this intersection, which is a it's called a dana yoga. It's a planetary combination within Vedic astrology. And that is where your sacred wealth code is. Now, after reading that for many years, I started to really notice that this is where you find your highest value gifts. Again, what you'll be valued in the world for. So the sacred wealth code was born out of this particular principle and my interpretation of it in my work with people. And the Sacred Wealth Code has a body of archetypes. I brought it down to a practical um, system and language so people have a way to tap into their soul blueprints, intersection for purpose and prosperity, their true wealth. Mm. You know, Vedic astrology and business development 
uh, kind of sounds like an odd pairing. Why did you choose to approach your business and financial teachings in this way? Well, because that's inherently, you know, part of my my gifts and my fascination and my study. And I've also been an entrepreneur for over 25 years. So, again, this is just me following my you know intuition, my guidance, my Vedic astrology and uh, the divine kicking my feet in the right direction. So people have come to me for purpose for many years. But then as I started to work with people around purpose, then most of those people started having businesses and then entrepreneurs and leaders, visionaries started um, be the people who, who showed up. So started just to apply the same principles I had been using for myself over the last um, I started really working with people in, with business just about 10 years ago, right when the sacred wealth code was, was birthed. So, and that just continues, um, to evolve. And it's really about intuitively following, uh, your own guidance about working, uh, what you're going to do in your business, your marketing, who's your clients, mm-hmm. who, you, you know, what's, what's your product? Well, we, we got to get connected to your greatest gifts first. And then in that we start to allow it to be unique to you instead of getting stuck in some marketing model or, or something you think is going to work in the marketplace. What is yours really truly to insert into, you know, to, to give the marketplace. But in today's society, is it possible that people overthink these uh, variables instead of shooting from the hip? Um, you think, um, yes, (laughs) people do overthink a lot of this Mm -hmm. and shooting from the hip for me means following your, your soul's instincts, you know? And, uh, and I think people do overthink it. And I think that a lot of people's circuits are so-called jammed because there's so much information coming at us. We have all this great, you know, media and technology, which is fabulous, but so much is coming at us. It's hard to hear your own, you know, instincts to be able to shoot from the hip. You know, in today's world, especially in the world of business, if you snooze, you lose. Yep. You know, you could lose millions of dollars in the blink of an eye if you don't act fast. Well, things are moving very rapidly, but also you snooze, um, you lose when you aren't following your own path and you're trying to follow somebody else's. Ah, true. So would you say, too, that, you know, to be yourself, to to be true to yourself... To listen to that inner that inner voice, a hundred percent. That's that's what I'm encouraging us everyone to do, and that's what you know my part, my purpose mm-hmm. is really about. Now, I do want to create and affect you know large scale change, but I for me, I believe that happens one person at a time. So I'm just taking it from my angle um, to affect you know, whoever I'm here to, to serve and affect, to get an alignment with the best of themselves and to also to enter the real world marketplace. And because it, there, we need a paradigm shift here. How do you figure that? Well, not everything is in, in, in my estimation, not everything is uh, working at, there's a lot of people who aren't very happy with the way some of the, you know, commerce, the marketplace, mm-hmm. the politics, the way things are rolling out right now. Well, that's that's life. That is life. Absolutely, that's life. And life has lots of twists and turns and lots of ups and downs. Sure. And I think the best way to navigate through all of it, because we're all going to have challenges, yep. I have certainly been there, and I will be there again, is to continue to uh, be, you know, be guided from the inside out, which doesn't mean we don't have help from other people. Absolutely. And it doesn't mean we don't use some brilliant, mm-hmm. you know, let's say business model or marketing, but it, does that work with, is that in alignment with you? That's always the question. That is the question. And no matter what you do in life, you're, you, these challenges that, that you talk about, other people look at fa- as failures. I myself, whenever I've had a, a challenge or a failure, I've always looked at it as a, a lesson to success. I couldn't agree with you yeah. more. And, and in fact, one of the pillars of the Sacred Wealth Code within my book, it's the fourth pillar, and it's called Your Greatest Challenges, The Unexpected Gateway yeah. to Wealth. And you never know what lies around that corner. And you just have to be prepared to take whatever action is necessary, the action that you believe in. Because there's a lot of people out there who who try to 
give you advice, unwanted advice. Let me let me put it that way. Everybody is a winner. I'm sorry. Everybody, everybody is a teacher when there's a winning proposition. Everybody's a quarterback and says, "I knew that was going to happen." <laughs> when it fails. Yep that that's that's absolutely true. But those um, those some of your greatest challenges are where you're going to find the best the best of oh, yourself. You I know, agree. once you break through them, you know, that's why we can look back and say, oh, that was a blessing. That was yep. a blessing. Well, I'm saying looking at your challenge right now, look at it and say, I know there's a blessing in there. That's so right. embrace it and let's dive in. I must say, I love your attitude. <laughs> I love the way you think. And um, how has your attitude and your successes, as well as your challenges, helped to fine tune the, uh, the wealth code? It has caused me, pulled me, guided me to continue to learn to trust deeper in myself mm-hmm. and in the divine. Uh, it's been it, life itself has presented just great situations for me to continue to hone my uh, hone my my craft, so to speak, and to the craft of me, and to step more and more into my gifts. Because here's the thing about your your highest value gifts, which are the essence of your sacred wealth code. This, I believe the universe is expanding all the time. I believe that our choices, our desires, um, our actions are part of what expand the world we live in. So your sacred wealth code, your, your highest value gifts, when you start to really use them, and some of us are using them all the time, uh, but if you really are using them, like yourself, you know, the work that you're doing in the world, you continue to discover probably more about yourself and it, it takes you different places the more you step into it. And that has been the case for me, that the more I step into the the messenger that I am, the more truth and messages mm-hmm. come through. It doesn't yep. get boring. It keeps expanding. That is so true. So how might somebody listening to us tonight... Um, how would they identify if their wealth code is showing up in her or his daily life? Yeah. So if you are, the things that really light you up, Mm -hmm. whether you think they're going to make money for you or not, the things that really light you up, really be on alert for that and do more of that, be more of that, dig into more of that. And you will, you don't have to have it, figure it out beforehand. Okay. So that's, that's number one. Your wealth code will show up in opportunities for you to step into something that might be a little scary, but there's a part of you that knows that, no, that's, this is really a place for you, you know, something for you to do or, um, an opportunity for you to, to take. It's a different kind of scared than like that caution kind of, kind of fear. It's like, whoa, yeah, I think I really should do this. But I'm, you know, it it does scare me a little bit. It shows up that way as well. Um, And so opportunities, absolutely. And shows up sometimes not, I don't want to call it fear. I want to call it, it's really excitement if you really dig into it. But we also do have blocks and barriers. So that's a couple Mm -hmm. of the ways that it shows up. What are the three things everyone should know about their very own sacred wealth code? Well, you should know what your archetypes are. And there is a body of archetypes that each hold a whole set of high value gifts and talents. And the archetypes are a good good portion of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something I give people in a sacred wealth code reading when I actually look at your chart. But my book was written, I wrote it in a way so that anyone could pick it up and go through a process, a self-discovery, and be able to um, then pick what archetypes are theirs and archetypes because it's a universal language a soul language um so knowing your archetypes is number one number two um about your sacred wealth because you also need to know why you even want the wealth that you want super important you need to know like what it is actually what it is that you Hmm. want um, because a lot of times we think we want something, but if we, and I take you through a process in my book um, to discover your wealth dream. And when you really get down to it, 
it's 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 usually surprising like what is it i really want and then the third is why do i want the wealth that i want because that why is the purpose behind it in fact the equation uh, that is i think so important is um purpose equals why stand by we've got to take our news break at the bottom of the hour exo nation Prema will be with me on the other side of this news break as we continue here in the exo from our broadcast center in hamilton ontario canada To learn more about Prema, visit sacredwealthcode.com. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder, Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influence her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, StarwalkerVisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen.
Prema Lee Guerrieri is our special guest, Exonation. And to learn more about uh, Prema, visit sacredwealthcode.com. A person's uh, wealth code is made up of four pillars and their sacred wealth archetypes. Can you explain the four pillars and why they're so important? Yeah, absolutely. So I just started to touch on those um, just a moment ago. So the first pillar of wealth is your why. It's the purpose that you even want to have the wealth for. And the reason is, if you imagine that your sacred wealth code is this intersection, like a literal intersection of purpose and prosperity. Well, your purpose, the why you want that wealth is the vehicle that will get you there. I call it harnessing your soul's big why. Mm -hmm. And so that's the first pillar. In the book, I take you through a, a process to really understand what that is for you. It's a very interactive kind of a book. And in fact, there's an online portal where I'll lead you through some of the processes in the book. So the second pillar is passion, the essence of fulfillment. Now, fulfillment is a big component in wealth, as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's not just money. It's like you, you feel you know, fulfilled, satisfied mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So with, per- with passion, um, I'm, not just, I'm not talking about, okay, well, you know, follow your passion, and that's a beautiful thing. And if, that's, you know, if your purpose is taking you there, great. But sometimes that's pretty ambiguous. Passion is the, the fuel that gets that vehicle of your purpose to the intersection of purpose and prosperity. So I encourage people to get in touch with their passion, which I, I go through in the book here, and to incorporate it in ways in your life on a daily basis. So that doesn't mean it has your work doesn't have to be your actual passion that I'm talking about, although you will become more passionate about the work you're doing in the world if you're in your passion regularly, because that's the zone of your soul. So whether you like skydiving or whether you like dancing or Mm -hmm. whether you like, you know, playing tennis or having a radio show, whatever your passion is, you have to work it in every day so that you actually have the energy to really follow through on your gifts and your purpose in the world. But why would somebody do something that they're not passionate about? People do it all the time. Why? Because of cultural programming, because they think they have to, because of fear, because of beliefs. Uh, um, And a lot of it has to do with the beliefs that they have around um, security and being safe, which usually are laid down long ago and do Mm -hmm. not really serve them. So a lot, someone might stay in a job, for instance, their whole life. Plenty of people have done it. And it does not, it doesn't make them happy. In fact, they live for that moment they get, you know, out of work. Uh, so work is, is different than your right vocation, you know, or your, your, your purpose or even career. So, you know, people stay because they um, are afraid, basically, of, you know, or don't feel like they have the resources to try something new. Does that mean the person doesn't want to advance or they can't advance or they're too lazy to advance well all of those could be in there we could say that Mm -hmm. but the viewpoint i have is that um yes i actually i'm just tuning in with everything you you know yes there are people i i believe anyone could advance if they want to but you have to have the desire to because you're going to have to stretch and grow and you're going to have to get past yourself you're going to have to get past your blocks and stuff you're going to have to leave your comfort zone you're going to have to leave your comfort on a regular basis and just like you talked about you know um the challenges you know and like failing like Mm -hmm. you know uh, a friend of mine wrote a book called Failing to Succeed, and that's exactly what it takes. You know, you've got to fail a lot to actually succeed. This is how we how we learn, um, and you have to get out of your comfort zone. So you have to get comfortable getting out of your comfort zone, comfortable getting uncomfortable, because then you know you're on the right track. All right, so here we are in the year 2017. We are inundated with data from every angle. There, you know, smartphones are making turning people into stupid people and you've got the smart cars who are making stupid drivers Mm -hmm. um how can they wealth code sacred wealth code help us to ground ourselves? yeah because it will actually so well said to ground yourself into the best of you so -hmm. that you don't have to um numb out and go to sleep because you know um basically 
too lazy to be present. Mm -hmm. One, you know, fears, whatever, you know, gives you hope, gives you, um, reminds you that you are so much more than you've estimated yourself to be. Right. So much more. What do you think this dumbing down is going to do to the, to the children who are the leaders of tomorrow? If this is the way they're getting dumbed down now by society and, and by technology. I agree. I mean, because it's really, really a problem because that yeah. looking at that smartphone all the time gives you that hit of dopamine, which it's addictive. It's a whole addictive process. I mean, I'm watching people's cervical curves go away from hanging their heads and looking at their phones. And oh, wow. it's a problem. It's definitely a problem. So uh, I think that if it we I think people it's going to make people go more and more and more asleep. So people have to get woken up and. Um, and, and really need to get much more aware. I would like to eventually be bringing this work in at uh, a very young age, like yeah. elementary school age, and then, uh, you know, a junior high, and then a, a high school age. Uh, when I used to teach yoga, I used to teach all of those levels because I wanted to be, I have kids in their 20s now, but I wanted to be in with um, the young people and help to influence them to get present and get real about things. Well, they need different influences because yeah. it's, you know, they're just kind of born into into this. So I'd love to see the, um, this work at some level uh, starting very young with people and helping them to really understand what their gifts are and building support structures around that keep them busy um, developing themselves and exploring themselves in the world instead of um, just having the dopamine hit that you get. Yeah, kids should be taught how to live life. And this is something that's not being taught. And one of the greatest proof of this that I've seen recently is here in our home, when the kids come over, or the grandkids come over, they have to leave their smartphones or their, or their um, Game Boys or whatever they bring at the door. There's a basket there. That's where it goes. You come here to visit your, your mommy, your dad, or your grandfather and grandmother. You don't come here to to play. One of the frequent questions we used to get is, what's your Wi-Fi password? No, you don't get it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-uh. Nope. And, you know, talk, communicate, bond, be a family unit. Gosh, you go to a restaurant these days and you see, oh. and you see people, instead of talking, they're texting. Mom and dad are texting, the kids are texting, nobody's talking, they woof down their food, they're out. It's it's sad. So Very. so what do we do? You know, how can we learn yeah. from the wealth code? And how can the wealth code be incorporated into the the lives of people, not only in the schools, but in in the workplace to help turn things around? Yeah, absolutely. Again, if so if we were in a workplace, for instance, mm-hmm. okay, and first of all, I love that you do that. And um, I kept my, I was lucky to this, my kids weren't completely born into this era, but they were, and I kept them away from it long <laughs> enough. So they, they've all made really good choices about it. And I'm grateful, but I'm, I'm going to have grandkids, you know, and I, I love the basket at the door idea. So thank you for that. You, you can, uh, you're welcome. To <laughs> because you're right. You know, people feel more isolated studies show than ever in a world that's supposed to be more connected than ever. Yeah. It's isolating actually. And it's, and we need to bond. So, uh, so if, if we're starting to become connected with our gifts and we start to see that in each other, like you probably naturally do with a, with a yourself, with a grandkid or with a child, like we encourage them in that direction. We create environments for them to explore, mm-hmm. you know, the best of themselves. And if we're all doing that for you know, with each other and, and bonding in those ways through our gifts, because a lot of the way people bond is actually through their trauma, which is okay. But let's, let's, let's start bonding, uh, through our gifts. Let's create, like when my kids were young, I had, you know, the art supplies were out that whatever yes. they were interested in, yeah. you know, they were just, they were just there so they could explore and, exactly. um, yeah. And, and so we, but we, we lose that and we need that. And of course, remember that traditional school, the way we know it in most places in, um, you know, in the Western world was created. So it would, um, mold people to be able to sit and work in factories Mm -hmm. and that isn't really serving 
you know, so, and at the same time, that's this whole, everything on technology is serving us to be isolated. So we have to get back in contact and bond with each other. We have to support each other in, in our brilliance and our gifts and explore that together. That is so true. That is so true. We, there has to be a shift. There has to be a change because the way that we're going now, as I see it, is we're, we're in for a, a whole, whole big can of whoop-ass. I hear you. And, you know, one of the things that um, is sort of a natural energetic thing that'll happen that will always throw people together. And it mm-hmm. and it's sad if we have to go here, but is any kind of big catastrophe. So, yep. catastrophe. so if we had, when we had 9-11 happen mm-hmm. uh, in the United States that, you know, you know, people who would have never bonded, helped and bonded and, and lifelong relationships and people got in and did things they didn't even know that they could do because yep. their superpowers came out during that time. Well, there's a, our first chakra energy is this tribal energy, and a tragedy will bring the tribe together, but we don't have to do it that way. Uh, we can also, you know, connect through our brilliance, too. How can one be introduced to their sacred wealth archetype? So, in the book, there is a, um, a whole section of the book around the archetypes, mm-hmm. and as you work through the it's a playbook, a guide, a workbook, and I ask you some really deep, revealing questions. And once you get through the four pillars, and it's all very fun and and um, and light. I mean, it's I mean, it's deep work, but it's not like mm-hmm. oh, I got to trudge through this manual. It's like <laughs> it's like you know, it's like it pulls you forward, and yeah. that's that's what I've been getting from people. It pulls you forward, and you know, and I teach retreats on this, and I have programs built on this. Um, but when it comes to the archetypes. You are simply looking through the archetypes to figure out, not to figure out, to let them really choose you. Now, if you just flip through the archetypes, you might choose something that you're good at, but isn't really your brilliance. So going through the process is useful. But on the other hand, if you, if, if all you can do is pick up my book and open it to one of the archetype pages and start reading and see if you have a high value gift there, I, I'm happy. Um, you can also go to sacredwealthcode.com and I have a free archetype quiz there that I built where you can take, a, you know, like a three or four minute quiz and find out one of your archetypes and get some training about it as well. So I, that's why I even wrote the book was to create a simple way. Uh, I actually have a, a set of Oracle cards built on the sacred wealth code archetypes that'll be out in a couple of months. And then there's always, you know, coming in for a sacred wealth code reading is another way for me to just, that's the laser way for me to give you exactly what your sacred wealth code archetypes are and some training on how to activate them, find out which are your superpowers and to use them. All right, stand by. We've got to take our final break for the segment. Um, explanation, sacred wealth code. Dot com is the place where you can learn more about Prima. Prema, I'm sorry. Prema. <laughs> and uh, Prema and I will be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? Study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN network. Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize, while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. This 
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. www.sacredwealthcode.com is how you can find out more about our guest this hour, Prema Lee Guerrera, Guerreri. And um, once someone identifies their archetypes, how can they work with them? And, and what will they learn when they do? So, in again, in the book, I give a whole section about how to work with your archetypes. And first, I just kind of guide you to, to meet them as if they, I like to call them your sacred wealth council. So you can imagine that these archetypes are representing parts of yourself. And you could think of them as guides. Uh, I like to think of them as mm-hmm. um, guides who, you know, have like superpower belts on and they have certain superpowers that I can draw <laughs> on at any time. I actually hold a council meeting with mine uh, on a regular basis. On a weekly basis, I counsel with them all and I run projects and stuff by them. And I uh, I have some actual, um, it's in the book too as well, some what I call tapping in questions, a way to access that divine guidance coming through your sacred wealth code archetypes. So you want to start to get to know them. Uh, I have lots of different practices that are real simple in the book. Like just just read the definition 
uh, every day. Do, do the tapping in questions so you start to understand what that voice actually sounds like. Maybe you want to do a piece of artwork. Maybe you want to dress like that particular archetype. But the biggest thing that I encourage you to do right off the bat uh, is to really identify out of all of the gifts mm-hmm. that an archetype might have, which are yours. And I always put a, like, for instance, the leader archetype has a list of uh, about 10 different gifts that I just channeled through that a leader has in my definition of, of what a leader is when it's found at the intersection of purpose and prosperity. Uh, and then I, you might have other things that I haven't thought of. And I, and I actually want you to give you a process to check in and find out uh, what else, you know, as a leader, what are your qualities? And it's fine if they're on the list I give you. And then I encourage you to just pick the top three, like really tune in and what are the top, top three gifts so that you can start to hone those, you know, those gifts, those superpowers and take them out for a spin in maybe ways that you haven't thought of before. What is the biggest success story you have for someone working with their sacred wealth code? Okay, lots of success stories. Uh, so let me just talk about, okay, so I will talk about Suzanne. So Suzanne um, was a lawyer, mm-hmm. and she had just been lawyer, um, give up the big business, turn life coach when I met her. And so she was she was life coaching and, and she just was um, calling herself a catalyst coach. And she's, you know, whip smart and, and uh, was working with just different kinds of people. So she came to work with me and as we honed in on her archetypes and really realized not only did she have an honorable warrior who, you know, liked to take a stand for people. She was a little stuck on the uh, shadow side of the honorable warrior, which she was doing too much rescuing. So she wasn't working with people who could actually pay her very much. We also found out that she's incredibly intuitive through her connector, but she really was more that strong woman and didn't really tap into that feminine side as much. Well, she did through the work that we did. And she found that really who she is is a coach for what she calls alpha women and strong women because she also found finds that they really have struggled within relationship well she was a divorce attorney before she never thought she'd use thought she fully stepped out of that but as we recircled around what are where is her brilliance that's what she found that she is such an expert at is helping really those strong successful women have it all including a relationship. So her embracing that means that um, she has turned her business into a very lucrative business. People know exactly what she's known for. She's speaking. Um, she's charging a lot of money for her services and has and has a couple of different programs. And she's she's an awesome lady and a happy camper. So so help me understand how the archetypes helped her achieve this. Yeah. So. Uh, one of the big things that happened when she realized she was an honorable warrior, really gets in there and takes a stand for someone, can brave the way as a good leader. Uh, she realized that she was in the shadow side. Each archetype has a shadow side, and I actually really spell that out because pe- a lot of people are stuck in the shadow side of things. I know I was when I actually discovered this work. And so with that, she realized she was trying to rescue too many people and so she was trying to you know, save the world through people who were really not going to take many steps for themselves. And so when we cleared the patterns and released those beliefs that kept mm-hmm. her in that rescuer mode, she was able to step more fully into the honorable warrior that she is. Her um, connector uh, was not was a little afraid of fully connecting, was kind of hidden away from just some old hurts and past traumas. And so she didn't really realize that she was intuitive as she was. So as I taught her some practices to get connected with her connector and let her intuition start to come through, she started to just have the experience of that coming through in working with clients or the next next direction she wanted to take her business, for instance. So she started to consult with her sacred code archetypes. And uh, and after you do this for a while, it's really great because it happens um, not so formally. 
like there is this, you know, this best part of you who really uh, knows how to, like for her, the connector, connecting her with her intuition. She didn't have to stop and doesn't have to stop all the time and think about it, which she does at times. But it was just, it was like honing a skill that had always been in her, but she didn't know how to use anymore. How much of this is the placebo effect? I don't think it is. And I don't think my clients do think it is. So again, but I'm, uh, you know, this, this is my belief system. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I really believe that the sacred wealth code system helps you to connect with really what your gifts are. And from everybody who's picking up the book and getting back to me and giving me feedback and from all the clients I've been working with for years they are saying this is changing their paradigm around wealth and what they thought was possible for themselves and really showing them that where they are stuck. And because they know something's on the other side of the stuckness, they're willing to do the work it takes to break through. So would you say that this secret wealth code is a self-help modality? We, absolutely. We could say it's a self-help modality. I would like to call it more of a self-awareness modality. Uh, and so, yes, absolutely. It's a self-help. Um, you have to get in and do the work for it to work. Well, that's, that's like everything else in life. And I think that a lot of people in today's society expect everything to come to them for nothing. That is the um, again, the problem <laughs> is that, you know, we're just not wired up that way. We yeah. wouldn't be given minds and hearts and physical bodies. And if we were just supposed to like have it all come for nothing. Now that doesn't mean that there aren't beautiful synchronicities that happen. Oh, I you know? agree. I agree. With that. Uh, you know, they do, but mm-hmm. you know, when, and I have to be honest when you're really on purpose, when you're doing your thing, I mean, sometimes I'll work really long hours, but it is so much different because I'm inspired about what yep. I'm doing and it has meaning than, than you know, just slugging through something I, 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 that really I have no, you know, I'm just only doing for money. That's the killer right there. If you're, you know, anyone listening and if you're doing something and the reason why you're doing it is for the money, you are not connected to your wealth code and you are not connected to wealth. Can these it, people be turned around and how long does it take? Yes. It doesn't have to take very long at all. Um, seriously, it doesn't have to take very long at all. It can. Some people, it's it's embracing one gift, um, shifting their awareness around, and within you know having a reading or reading the book, life starts to change. So it doesn't have to take very long at all. It's like it's like you know, I, it's like a parallel universe. You're going mm-hmm. along, and I didn't mean to open that can of worms, but you're going along, and because you shift your belief system and your the filters you're looking at the world through, the world responds much. You see a different world available to you. Hmm. It seems rather simple. You know, there's a lot of things that are really like all of this in a way is very simple. And when I say all of this, I mean mm-hmm. we could boil it all down to like. Wow, wake up and get present. Right. You know, a lot of it is very, very simple, but it's not easy to do for a lot of the reasons, you know, that um, we talked about today and you brought up, you know, yeah. what's coming at you or the family you came from or the circumstances you were born in and not being able to get past what you're seeing in front of your eyes. You've got to listen and tune in with what's behind your eyes, too. Exactly. And I think that in order to be successful or, or to attain the either the wealth, the job, the house, the family that you truly desire, you have to work for it. It's not going to come to you because you've got all these pictures plastered on your fridge that you look at every night or every morning and say, I wish, I wish, I wish. Well, that's very, and that's a very different stance to take than with everything um, in, in my book mm-hmm. and in all the work that I do whether it's a meditation or whatever, the where we come to every time is what's one inspired action I can take to make this happen, to do this, to be this. And you have to go integrate from soul all the way down to the soles of your feet. And you've got to take that action for something to happen. I just happen to take the stance of let's tune in and find out what's the action that's unique for me to take. What does wealth even mean to me? I don't have to have yeah. a big house on the hill. Actually, no, I just need this over here. It's really unique. And find out what it is for you. 
Prema, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Great talking to you. I wish you continued success in Exonation. If you would like to get more information from our guest or about our guest tonight, www.sacredwealthcode.com. That's www.sacredwealthcode.com. I'll be back on the other side of this news break at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. 